you are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 341 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's episode, we are talking about the A's split, I guess. I was going to call it a beatdown. It was not a beatdown by any means. They split with the New York Yankees. What does that mean for the A's moving forward? I'm going to be talking about Frankie Montas and what he's been doing this season, which is a little bit masked if you look at his overall stats. And then we're going over the wild, wild West watch. Of course, where they stand after their split with the New York Yankees. We're getting into all of that today. But before I get into anything, join walking baseball encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully. And I'm going to cut it off right there because I just joined Paul Francis Sullivan. Uh, we talked after tonight's game against the Yankees on ESPN, and that's going to be posting on Tuesday. So uh, check out Locked on MLB, but like for real. And you can join him every single day for a unique look at the majors, both present and past featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from Locked On MLB's network of local experts like myself on Tuesday. And if you like the Reds and what they're doing, he's talking to uh, Jeff Carr from Locked On Reds on Monday, I believe. So there's lots of good things coming on Locked On MLB. And if you want to, you know, hear these things that I'm telling you about, all you got to do is subscribe to Locked On MLB today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And also make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you like to hear podcasts. We're on YouTube now. You might be seeing me. Uh, I'm going to be plugging this social thing that's right in front of your face if you're on YouTube. Uh, You can follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So Let's talk about it. Look, I'm excited because the A's just won in dramatic fashion, and this is not a game that the A's have been winning in recent weeks, months, all year. They do not win this game most of the season, and that gets me a little bit more excited. We had, we saw Mark Canna rip a double right over the head of what the six foot six monster outfielder Joey Gallo went over his head. He reached in, and when he reaches up in the air, that's like eight feet. It went over his head, not over the fence, but over his head, clinged up against the fence. He got a double and then first pitch swinging Tony Kemp, who pinch hit for Chad Pinder earlier in the game, went ding dong. Thank you, ma'am. That That's going to be a new catchphrase. I said it off the cuff and now welcome to the show. Ding dong. Thank you, ma'am. That's my home run call. <laughs> but Tony Kemp went two run ding dong. Thank you, ma'am against Chad Green, the Yankees reliever. And that was the difference in this game. The A's wins one three to one. Thanks to Kemp's big, big home run. Let's talk about Tony Kemp just real quick. This, this game, he went two for two after he pinch hit for, for uh, Chad Pender. And then was this a season saving home run? I'm going to talk about that here in a second, but let's talk about his August stats real quick. He is 13 for 40 this month. He's hitting 325 with a 413 on base. He's got three doubles, that home run, and he's only struck out two times in 40 at bats. I think that this is the Tony Kemp that we were seeing earlier in the season, and uh, he was 
it was him and Matt Olson were carrying this offense for a little while there. And, you know, Elvis Andrews was having his hot streak too. But now you have, if you could be even put uh, Josh Harrison, you got Sterling Marte, Tony Kemp, if he's playing like this, play him every day. I don't care if righties, lefties, throw him in there, get him playing time because he's hitting 325 with like a 413, 413 on base. Play that man. He's doing great. He plays all the same positions as Chad Pender, but it looks like he has a clue up there right now. Chad Pender has been dealing with injuries. It doesn't look like he's gotten back into form just yet. You know, a lot like we've seen from Matt Chapman this season. So keep playing Tony Kemp. He's doing great. Play him when he's hot, Bob. Anyways, uh, the other guy that I really liked from this game, Paul Blackburn. If you've been watching A's baseball for the last few years, you're familiar with Paul Blackburn. You're like, oh yeah, that guy. Let's see how this goes. And that's been my attitude with Paul Blackburn starts in his three starts since Chris Bassett got hit in the head. Um, still no word on what's going like the time frame for Chris Bassett. So we'll talk about that on another episode. But Paul Blackburn was called up. I thought that he would just be, you know, there to keep a, a spot warm for Dalton Jeffries. But Paul Blackburn, oh my God, he's been really, really good in his three starts against the Chicago White Sox in Chicago on a, on a moment's notice. He started the game after Chris Bassett got hit in the head. He started that Wednesday game. He kept the A's in it. They should have won that game. They didn't because they went 0 for 11 with runners in scoring position after they went 1 for 1 to start the game and didn't score on that hit. So they should have a win for him at this point. They don't. And it, it stinks because he's been pitching his butt off. He gave up three innings in like five and two thirds that game, I believe. Uh, he also pitched against Seattle, a team that's chasing the A's, another team with playoff aspirations. And the White Sox, much better than the, the Mariners on paper. And they have World Series aspirations. The New York Yankees, the other team that he's faced, World Series aspirations. He's faced three really good teams. He's not facing the Kansas City Royals or the Detroit Tigers or uh, the Baltimore Orioles. He's not facing those guys and, and having success. He's facing legitimate contenders this season while they are hot and he is shutting them down it, well enough. He doesn't need to go out and throw, you know, five shutout innings like he did on Sunday night on national TV, but he's been doing good enough. He's keeping the A's in the game. He's eating five, maybe flirting with six innings. And that's kind of all you need out of Paul Blackburn right now. And if he can keep doing that, then that's, that's a steadying force in the A's rotation. I will take that each and every time out. It's up to the bullpen at that point, because those are the guys that were brought in to be bullpen pieces for the entirety of the season. Paul Blackburn's like the A's seventh or eighth or ninth starter. And uh, whatever he gives you is great. And he's been giving you absolute greatness. He has a 281 ERA in three starts against the White Sox, the Mariners, and the New York Yankees. He went five innings shutout against the New York Yankees on ESPN in front of a national audience. Let that sink in. Paul Blackburn, you've seen him pitch before. He's a different guy right now. And that gets me super excited. You throw him in the mix, maybe as a bullpen guy, and then you bring up Chris Bassett. And if he's if he's healthy, if he's healthy, then you pair him with, you know, hopefully Shamanaya, once the, the calendar flips over to September, he starts regaining some of what he had before. If he's like a 3-5 pitcher the rest of the way, the A's take that every single game because they got Frankie Montas, who's been really good. And I'm going to talk about him coming up on the show. So stay locked in with Locked on A's. And we're talking about Frankie Montas.
Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another let, that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get it the entertainment that you love without all of the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Spotify green room app. I'll probably be going live on Thursday for that day game. TBD. I mean, I, my schedule might change, but right now that's where I'm penciling it in. Um, and then also, yeah, uh, follow the podcast wherever you like hearing podcasts because we're anywhere you want to hear us. The Odyssey app. You want to hear us on the Himalaya podcast app? You want to hear us on Apple? You want to hear us on Spotify? We're everywhere. This podcast, my voice will be yelling in your ears every morning on your way to work. So uh, subscribe, I guess. And also leave us a five-star review if you if you like the podcast. I, I always like hearing the nice things that people write about the podcast. But let's talk about Frankie Montas. But we're going to talk about Frankie Montas. I, wanna, I got two quick notes on the New York Yankees before I do that. Uh, one, the Yankees had not lost back-to-back -back games in over a month, and that's what the A's just did. Uh, does that mean that they have turned a corner? Not necessarily. I mean, they 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 may have. Mark Canna getting that screaming double, screeching double over the head of Joey Gallo, maybe that's something that gets him going. And if he gets going, watch out, because the A's, they've got some pieces. It's They've been one hit, one pitch away for a few weeks against the best of the best in baseball. It's just a, it's just a matter of time before those hits or those pitches start falling in and doing what they're supposed to do. And then the A's start winning some more games. I think we'll see. Maybe they can go the entire season without getting those big hits. But my hope is once that starts happening, it's going to just come in droves and then watch out in October because they're going to be, they've been saving all of their big hits for October. Hopefully they got to make it there first. So Let's see what happens. Uh, and also Garrett Cole on Friday against the A's, he went six innings, gave up six hits. He didn't uh, allow any runs and he struck out nine. And that is, you know, that, that's a good stat line. But that brings me to Frankie Montas because this could be a, a wild card matchup in the American League should the A's make it to the American League wild card game if they can leapfrog the Boston Red Sox. And we'll find out where the Boston Red Sox are in the standings coming up in the third segment. But let's talk about Frankie Montas here. Um, for the entirety of the season, he's gone 150 innings. He's got like a 3-5 ERA. He's been pretty good overall this season, but he's had three horrific starts. And in those three starts, he has gone 12 and a third innings pitched total in three starts, given up 25 hits. So that's two hits an inning. And then he's given up 21 runs, which is almost an 18 ERA. 
And then he's given up uh, five walks, struck out 14. So his, his strikeouts have been okay, actually. Uh, so if you take out those three starts from his stat line, you're looking at Frankie Montas, who has gone 137 and two-thirds innings pitched. He's given up 113 hits, which is way less than one an inning. That's really, really good. He's been unhittable. Uh, and 40 earned runs. And that works out too. Oh, crap. I didn't write it down. It's like a two... 260 ERA. 262 ERA is what I believe the final stat line is. And that's what he's been for 23 starts this season. That's just absolutely fantastic. And I don't think that a lot of people notice that when they look at Frankie Montas, because we saw 2020 Frankie Montas and he was good for the first half. And then he had that little bit of neck soreness or whatever it was in Arizona. And then he just wasn't really the same until that, that, uh, bullpen appearance against the White Sox in the wild card round. And he was really good there. And you're like, okay, well maybe he figured something out. And then he had that first start against the Los Angeles Dodgers. He struggled really mightily, but everybody on the his staff struggled mightily the first time through the order. And then what was it? His third or fourth start against the Minnesota twins also in April, which was his second blow up start. Uh, that was also the game. That was the wacky one that the A's won on the ball. that got thrown down the first baseline and all that stuff and uh, extended the A's win streak that game uh, where he was facing Kenta Maeda and both pitchers were out of there very, very early. Both pitchers gave up seven or eight runs. It was, it was a show if, if you will. Um, so other than those two, and then one more against Texas at the end of June, he's been absolutely dominant right now. And the thing with Frankie, I've said it all season long. If he can find that consistency, he is one of the better pitchers in baseball. And he's getting closer. He's still got those couple of blowups and they're, and they're big blowups. The A's are like out of those. Well, they won one of them, but they're out of those games fairly early. Uh, but otherwise, 262 ERA, you can't make that stuff up. That's better than Garrett Cole, who, you know, he's been good, but he's he had a better stat line against the Yankees this series than Garrett Cole did against the A's, uh, mostly because he went an extra inning and also allowed fewer hits. Frankie Montas in this game against the Yankees when seven innings gave up two hits, no earned runs, nothing else matters. That That's what he did. Seven shutout innings against a team that had won 13 games in a row and hung and hung seven on the A's in back-to-back games. He shut them down for seven innings, gave up two hits. So regardless of how Chris Bassett's doing, do you start Frankie Montas in a potential wildcard game most likely against Garrett Cole if the Yankees are that wild card team. If it's in Oakland, does that play a factor? If it's in Yankee Stadium, does that play a factor? These are, it would be a very, very intriguing matchup, I think. Do do I think the, the A's win that game? Garrett Cole's a scary guy. Could he go deeper into a game when everything's on the line and they can line up their good bullpen? That That's a, that's a scary proposition. But the A's did get to the bullpen a little bit on Sunday, a little bit on Saturday, they've, they've done some things. So we will see if that is what actually happens. I'm still holding out hope for the AL West. I know that the Astros have a, a sizable lead. We'll talk about that here in a few minutes, but they have a sizable lead. Can the A's actually take the AL West? They, they're going to have to play a lot better, a lot better over the next month to, to take that division, but it's not over yet. So I guess we will see on that front, but man, oh man. I just wanted to mention 
Frankie Montas has been absolutely amazing for the A's this season, and he's not getting enough credit, I don't think, because he's had those three blow-up starts, and so he's got a 3-5 ERA, and they're like, hey, anybody can have a 3-5 ERA, but not everybody can have a 2-6-2 ERA, and it's when that splitter's working, he is just unhittable, just unhittable. And last thing on Frankie Montas before I send it to the third segment over here, and that is he's had two starts. His last two starts, they've been against the San Francisco Giants, who are the best team in baseball record-wise, and also the New York Yankees, who came in on a 13-game win streak. And combined, he's gone 14 innings, given up four hits, zero earned runs. Yes, he is that good. This is his potential. This is where I think he actually is. And you could even throw in that game before the All-Star break against the Houston Astros, where he absolutely dominated them when the A's had already lost the first two games of that series. He wins games when the A's need to win games. He doesn't need a ton of run support. He will get the job done. They won three, well, I guess two on Saturday against the Yankees. They ended up losing the game against the Giants because the bullpen just wasn't there. But it's not his fault is what I'm saying. He's been absolutely fantastic. Don't look at his record. It doesn't matter. Would that be a game that I'd be interested in seeing? I mean, I don't want to see the A's in another wildcard game, but... What I feel okay about Frankie Montas right now, heading into September in that wild card game as their starter, I'd feel pretty decent about it. He can give you some length and he can shut down the opposition. He's that ace that we've been clamoring for for so many years. The, the A's don't have that shutdown guy. Frankie Montas is that guy. So I guess we'll see. And uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, comment below if you're on YouTube. Uh, tweet at us at Locked On A's on Twitter and I guess Instagram if you want to, or me at by Jason B on Twitter. But uh, coming up, we're going over the standings, where the A's are in the Wild Card Watch, and also the West Watch. So stay tuned for Wild Wild West Watch, and uh, stay locked in with Locked On A's, and I will be right back. Today's episode is brought to you guys by the best tasting protein bar in the galaxy, and that is Built Bar, my friends. And did you know that Built Bar has tons of delicious flavors? Their usual nine include coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. And if those aren't enough for you, those are their core nine flavors, but if those aren't enough, they're always releasing special flavors. So you got to go to the website and check out what they have. Usually on a weekend, a holiday weekend, perhaps there's one of those coming up. Check out their specials because they're always releasing great, great things. But if you want one of these flavors, go for Cherry Barcia. That is my absolute favorite. It tastes like maraschino cherries. It's great. I love these bars. And you know why I love these bars? Because they're good for you. If I forget to have you know, a, a lunch, uh, I can just go grab a built bar and throw them in the fridge, cool them down a little bit. Cause it's been hot lately, cool them down, have a little built bar. And then I'm getting 17 to 18, 18 grams of protein. I'm getting calories from like 130 to 180, depending on which bar I'm choosing. It's only four or five grams of sugar and it's only four or five grams of net carbs. They're all amazing flavors. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. They're all available at built.com. And when you use promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Also, it is that time of year again, and all eyes are now returning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. My Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. Woo-woo! Big Jags fan. We're going to see how this goes. Anyways, 
As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at Bet Online. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. And that is when you make a bet on Thursday, September 9th. That is coming up, you guys. And that is the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And that is if you place a wager and you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL 100. Uh, 100 NFL 100. That's all you need to do for that promo there. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, baseball. It, it's all there. They got your Vegas casino games if you want one of those. And you don't want to wait and take You don't want to wait to take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. And that is why. Everybody says that Bet Online are your online sports book experts. They're fantastic. I really like going over to Bet Online and just seeing what the odds are. Like, hey, how how does how does Vegas look at the A's right now? And uh, it's very intriguing to me. So that's what I like to do over there. But welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. Uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast service, uh, the the link is in the show notes. Also, uh, I like to link things in the show notes on every episode. Like, I don't know, our Twitter handle at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to lockdownathletics at gmail.com. I am still trying to figure out the whole live YouTube thing. Uh, but once I do, I'm going to be doing live Q&As on, uh, on YouTube for you guys. Uh, they're coming one of these days. I will let you guys know on Twitter when they're happening. And uh, yeah, please join and send in questions beforehand. It gives me something to do before everybody gets in the room. So uh, send in questions at all times and I will answer them. Sometimes they spark a good idea for a segment, uh, even if it's not a, a YouTube live segment. So uh, that is that. But let's get into the wild, wild West watch here. We're starting off with Houston because we always do because we're we're aiming high. We're aiming for the AL West title. So let's aim high. All right. Houston. They won two out of three against the Texas Rangers. Not necessarily a surprise, but uh, whoever I said the rookie was that they got from uh, in the Joey Gallo trade, he started on Sunday or on Friday. He was actually really good. So I don't know if they actually won or lost that trade. They lost that game that the Rangers did, but uh, he pitched well. So good job, I guess. Uh, They won two out of three against Texas, but the Rangers won on Sunday 13 to two. Why couldn't they have spread those runs out and just swept them, you jerks? Anyways, coming up, the Houston Astros are going to Seattle Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to face the Mariners. Let's see what happens. Go Mariners, obviously, because you always root for the team that's chasing you as opposed to the team that's in front of you. And also the Astros are the team that's in front of you, so not rooting for them. So go Mariners, go. Um, And then they also, uh, after that series, they get Thursday off and then Friday through Sunday, the Astros will be playing in San Diego against the Padres. Padres are reeling, but I mean, they're still a good team, right? They, 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 they can take two out of three against the Houston Astros, I think. Let, let's hope. Um, moving on, the Yankees, they split with the A's. We all watched that series, so nothing much there to report on game-wise. But future game-wise, 
They are going to be facing the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim in Los Angeles of Anaheim on Monday through Wednesday. They're going to be the Angels don't beat good teams. So I assume that the Angels will just lay down and let them sweep them at home. So the Yankees are probably going to win the next three. So uh, you heard it here first. Uh, big surprise. Uh, and then the they also go and back home. They're going to be facing the Baltimore Orioles on Friday through Sunday. So should be a little bit of an easier week for the New York Yankees like they need one. The jerks. Um, Boston, they won two of three against Cleveland and uh, nothing much happened. They interfered with a runner. I saw Oscar Mercado get you know, run into by defenders twice. And then his run counted. That's the highlight that I saw. Uh, congrats to Cleveland on the one win, I guess. Um, they are going to Tampa Bay. They're going to be in Tampa Bay for four games, Monday through Thursday. That's a big series for the A's. So go Tampa because team that's currently keeping the A's out of the playoffs is Boston. You're rooting for whoever's playing Boston the rest of the way out here. And uh, first team up, Tampa Bay Bear, Tampa Bay Berries. Tampa Bay Rays. There you go. And then uh, they're going to be facing Cleveland again next weekend, but this time it's going to be in Boston. The entirety of Boston's schedule coming up in the month of September, it's not necessarily a gimme schedule. It's, they've got they've got some tough series here. I would say tougher than the A's schedule, but again, the A's are facing Seattle and Houston exclusively the last two weeks of the season or the last four series of the season. So we'll see. But coming up uh, for them, they've got Tampa and Cleveland. That's this week. And then they got Tampa and then the White Sox the following week, Seattle and Baltimore, the Mets for two, and then the Yankees for three, and then Baltimore and Washington. So it gets a little bit easier as the A schedule gets harder. But the next few weeks are going to be a little, they're going to be show me time for the Boston Red Sox. Let's see what they got, I guess. Seattle. <laughs> oh man. My new favorite team in the American league, the Kansas city Royals. They keep beating everybody. They beat Seattle three out of four in this one. Uh, thank you. I guess I thought that we didn't like each other, but apparently you guys are like our best friends. Uh, please lay down for the A's when they face you in like two weeks. Um, they got three against Houston coming up. The Seattle Mariners got three against Houston coming up, and then they travel to Arizona into the desert, and they get to see if uh, the Diamondbacks can ruin their season as well, just like they did the Phillies. So they got three easy ones, three hard ones. We'll see what happens at the end of it. Arizona, let's see if they're going to play spoilers. I, I am intrigued. Uh, and then lastly, you got Toronto. They won two of three against Detroit. That is who the A's will be facing starting on Tuesday. Uh, in tomorrow's episode, I'll be previewing that series and giving you guys some ideas for who's going to be the September call-ups for the A's. So uh, subscribe. I mean, really, it's going to be a great episode. I'll be doing lots and lots of research for that one. But uh, something that I didn't do research on, the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, actually, I did do research. Here's their schedule. They got three against Baltimore at, at home in Toronto. And then, they, then the A's go up and uh, face Toronto for their, uh, they're going to wrap up that series with the Blue Jays. So that's, that's what's coming up. But you're probably wondering after I put down the pad, Hey, where do the A stand in relation to all these teams? I got you covered. Now that I remembered, I've got you covered. Uh, the Houston Astros are five and a half up on the A's in the West. The Yankees are four and a half ahead of the A's in the wild card. Um, just in case you wanted to, you know, how much distance is between them and the first wild card? It's four and a half. And then you got the Boston Red Sox. They are two and a half games ahead of the A's for the second wild card. And then Seattle is now two games back of the A's. 
and Toronto is three games back of the A's in the wild card hunt. And that's basically all the teams that you need to know. So can the A's do it? We're going to find out. I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now, but if these hits start falling, because th there was that bases loaded hit against Garrett Cole in like the fourth or the fifth inning, uh, Josh Harrison smoked the ball. Gio Urshela, of all people, if you saw him play on Sunday, how did he catch this ball? Uh, Gio Urshela caught a smoked liner off the bat of Josh Harrison on, on that Friday game. Could have been a difference maker. They lost that one by a lot because it, it got out of hand, but it could have been a much closer game. Um, so if they start getting these hits, if they start falling, if they start going just over the gloves, just by a little bit, that could be the difference for the A's. They haven't been getting terribly lucky. We'll see what happens, but I'm still encouraged the way that they won this series or split the series, but won this final game of the series made me feel a little bit better. They lost the first two. And I was like, I, I said before the weekend, if they split, you know, not much changes. And that's still true. They didn't really lose a lot of game. They didn't really gain any ground or anything, but they looked a little bit better. And Paul Blackburn, Paul Blackburn went five scoreless against the New York Yankees. That's got to give him a ton of confidence it, on a national stage. That's got to give him so much confidence moving forward. Let's see what he does in his next start, presumably against the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, I mean, if the rotation shakes out, yeah, it would be against the Toronto Blue Jays. So let's see what happens. The A's have to win four out of these next six games, at least four out of six. They can't go three and three. They, they've got to, I know that the Detroit Tigers have been playing a lot better recently, but they need to take that series. They need to win at least two out of three against the Toronto Blue Jays, who are a good team. They're scuffling and their, put, their pitching isn't necessarily quite there, but the A's are going to have to figure out a way to score runs against the Toronto Blue Jays and uh, just outscore them. That's what they got to do. So, that's uh that's the coming week, and I will be previewing the Detroit Tigers series coming up for you guys, going over pitching matchups and all that stuff tomorrow, and also some September call-ups that could be on the horizon. So that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk at you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.